strong. Radio Demo, let me take you back to Victoria in the 1850s. Now, Ballarat, we've all been there. Sovereign Hill, mate, it was the gold rush. There was gold everywhere in Victoria. Well, they may as well change that to Tokyo today, uh, Demo, because the Aussies are raining gold, mate. Gold was everywhere this morning. You're not wrong, Rob. What we said was going to be a weekly wrap-up show has quickly turned into a daily update uh, as we can't contain our Olympic fever, mate. Uh, the mate, messages we'll... were flying through today saying yes. we've got to get one done. We've got to get one done. <laughs> it is definitely an up late with hot dogs sort of episode tonight. But, uh, we're <laughs> we're pushing it? through. Mate, it's sort of like a Roy and HG meet hot dogs, I reckon. That's what it's like. It's, uh, it's just made it's gripped us today. And today was really what tipped us over the edge, I reckon, because it was the rolling this morning. So it's like, you know, the rolling gold and then it just, it just kept going, didn't it? Like it just was just an avalanche of medals. Oh, if you kept an just, eye on our social media, I was, uh, I was punching out stories just as quick as the medals were coming out. I couldn't keep up with it. It was just the trifecta. It just went bang, bang, bang. In the space of about 15 minutes, uh, we had the trifecta. It was unbelievable. And obviously probably not as good as a trifecta at Flemington or, or Caulfield on a Saturday, but uh, it was unbelievable. And it was actually one of the most historic days we've had in terms of gold medal halls in a particular day of the Olympics. I reckon that probably ties our all-time, uh, all-time record for a daily gold medal haul. So, mate, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable yeah. what transpired this morning. I mean, it certainly was better to pay out than the old Dapto Dogs trifecta. Um, but, we, yes, we did unfortunately miss out on the quaddy, which will be a recurring theme mm. through this episode. Uh, the, the quaddy did come up quite a few times today in uh, the yes. Olympics. Uh, but, yes, yeah, we equaled our record of uh, three gold medals in a day, which is fantastic. And there was a few other medals to come as well. Absolutely, mate, absolutely. And we'll get stuck into it right now. But, first of all, thanks for, thanks for tuning back in as well to the, to the Deacon's Olympic-style podcast we've got going at the moment. I don't even know where Sean is. I'm not even sure we invited him to this one. So, Sean's probably out there in packing. I'm just, just watching on. But, mate, this is just this is a historic day for Australia. So I did hear that he's, uh, he's caught in the old typhoon down at Frankston uh, with the <laughs> Dolphins tonight. He couldn't make it. Um, yeah, he got blown out the, to sea, I think. Mate, I think it was the same typhoon that knocked off the surfing comp a day earlier too, mate. So, <laughs> I think so. Mate, it's just, it's just, right. All right, let's get stuck in on, mate. You, you, can, you can lead us off, the highlights from today. So, mate, just we need to get stuck into it. So, lead us off, mate. Lead us off. Well, well, as I said, the quaddy was a recurring theme here today. So we won the, the women's four and the men's four in, in the rowing. For those that tuned into the women's four, an absolute nail-biter. Um, yeah, it was. Conveniently, I got home just in time for that one and plopped me ass down on the couch and bang, we're in it. And uh, who's on the commentary? Old Matty Hill from racing.com. <laughs> racing.com. <laughs> Didn't know that uh, rowing and horse racing were uh, alike, but uh, here we go. And... He is a great caller of the race. And um, as I said, uh, it's a different kind of quaddy that he's used to calling. But uh, the girls <laughs> got the right. job done and, geez, did they leave it tight. They were in front by both length for the majority of the race. And then the Dutch yeah. came flying and they held on. Held on mate, it was life. unbelievable, wasn't it? It was so, so good to watch. And, mate, you're right. Mate, he, he, was, he was unbelievable, mate. I thought he was absolutely scintillating in his call. Like, mate, he could call anything, that bloke. So... It was, it was a thrill to watch, and he wasn't done there though, was he? Like, he he had that call, and then shortly after he was busy again, wasn't he? 
He's not used to the quick backup. <laughs> usually 40 yeah, minutes between Yeah, races. usually there's a bit of time between the races. But yeah, he's backed it up with the men's four. So that was our second goal of the day. And as I said, if, if you weren't sitting on the couch and watching, it was mm. perfect 15 minutes to take a coffee break if you're working for yes. today. Because Absolutely. We had the women's four into the men's four. So that was our second gold medal. And then our third gold medal was about five minutes after that. So it was a real half hour of power, I would say, um, this morning for the Aussies. Absolutely. And what I liked as well in commentary, I think it was one of the, the former members of the awesome foursome back in the day, the Australian men's four. And, and they obviously wanted to, to sort of you know, hand the baton over to the new awesome foursome between the two fours today. So what I'd like to propose and what I think is they should make a new Golden Valley sort of ad with a new awesome foursome. I don't know whether you remember these days, but back in the day, they used to have like a Golden Valley commercial and had the men's awesome foursome in there. The old they used to advertise. Yeah, yeah this sort of thing. It was, no, it was Golden Valley. It was what it was, but it was the classic ad in TV history. So have a look at it if you haven't seen it. But I reckon they should make a new one of that considering today's events because uh, it was pretty big. And to knock off the Poms as well, I think that's, that's also... Uh, that's also a gold medal in itself, I reckon, knocking off the palms. Yeah, I think if anyone's tuned into any of our episodes about the Olympics, uh, any time the Aussies knock over the Yanks or the Poms, it adds an extra... It's a bonus point for Rob, isn't it? It's like oh, a plat- it's, a, it's a platinum medal. It's not even a gold medal. It's platinum. Absolutely, mate. And that's, and that's all that matters, really, at the end of the day as well. And, and we're also, I believe, we're still on top of them in the medal tally, so... That's that's just what that's just what you want. So uh, if we can keep this momentum going forward, then you know we'll uh, we'll be uh, in good stead, I reckon, for for the next uh, week or two. Yep, and so we'll move on to our third gold medal of yes. the day. Yes. Uh, yes. The new the new golden girl of Australian swimming, Ariane Titmus, gets her second and two hundred meters freestyle. Again, did leave it a little bit late for her push, but she she got the the chockies again. Absolutely. Just the way she, the way she sort of looms up in the last 75 metres and then really just times the race to perfection. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty impressive to watch, isn't it? Like she, it was, the race was a lot closer than what I think a lot of people thought. I don't know if you're the bookies paid out early on her winning that event, but the way she just sort of looms up in a stroke in the last 50, it's a pleasure to watch, really. It's absolutely outstanding. Well, the, the resident swimming expert in our house, my housemate, Jacob, who never listens to this podcast, so he won't get this appreciation. He actually did swim at the Nationals as a breaststroker back in the day. And so anytime the swimming's on, you know, he's always calling it, telling us, you know, who was shit to race against, who the top class mm. people were, because he's in a similar age bracket to these people. And he, he said, oh, I think she's in a bit of trouble here in the last oh, He goes, oh, she's, no. she's got a bit, of, bit to make up here. That's the um, reverse early pro. Yeah, yeah no, he goes, he goes this, it's a fair bit to make up here. And, you know, Ariane showed him up and said, no, I've got enough in the tank and got it done. So it'll be interesting to see now how she goes in her other main event, the 800, yeah. your mm. mate, Katie Ledecky. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of my mate, I'm not sure how she is my mate, but do you remember four years ago, we spoke about this in the previous episode about how Mac Horton was targeted by the Chinese fans and the Chinese nationals after winning the, the gold medal against Sun Yang. Mate, a similar sort of thing has happened to Ariane Titmus after winning or defeating Kayla Decky twice now. You've got a lot of American fans that don't really have much idea of Ariane and her ability, and they're, they're really starting to chirp up a bit about how you know, Kay, it's just an off-meet for Kayla Decky and, and you know, she's 
you know, there's something in the water essentially. But there's a few mean tweets out there that I can actually, we might read one, shall we? Do you want to do a mean tweet? Have you got one, Rob? I've got, I've got one prepared, mate. I've got oh. prepared, actually. For an so off-cuff episode, this is quite, quite yeah. well prepared. Yeah. yeah, it is, actually. Now, I won't reveal this person's identity because they've already, I've already checked this out. They've already had to make their Twitter profile private because of the backlash they've received, received for this, um, this particular tweet. But anyway, it's, the tweet goes on this. And the whole of America goes, who the F is Ariane Titmus and how lucky did she get tonight? Luckiest, wo- luckiest woman on the face of the earth. And then you know, there's a bit of a thread in that conversation. And the next one was, she was lucky, nothing else. She'll never do that again. And that was in response to her 400 win. And of course, backed up this morning with a 200 as well. So it's really good when you can stick up the Americans. And uh, it's also very good when the Americans have egg on their face, mate. So uh, that's, that's a pretty good win, I reckon. God, the trifecta would be amazing now if she could knock her off the 800, 800 as well. Well, there's still a 4x2 as well. So I presume we're, we'd be red-hot favourites in the, the women's 4x200-meter freestyle. So They might have to get a, the uh, oversized yeah. baggage claim for old Ariane on the way home. <laughs> it's a bit of weight. It's too much weight. It's a distinct possibility. Her and probably Emma McKeon too, I reckon. They're probably the ones that's going to have a... A few things around their neck, I'll tell you what. And so, do you know my philosophy, Damo, is that gold medals are obviously the pinnacle, but I, I don't care too much about silver medals. I reckon I'd rather a bronze more than silver because, you know, a bronze means that you were not quite there, whereas silver, you know, silver, there's a lot of hard luck stories associated with it. So, if we stick to the bronze, we've got a few of them today. And look, I'll lead off because this guy is my man, and that's Rowan Dennis. So, big Rowan. Uh, in, the, in the men's time trial today, he put in a pretty gallant effort, to be honest, and and was one of the uh, the last remaining competitors to to start the time trial circuit and and managed to get a bronze for for the green and gold, which I thought was a tremendous effort considering the guy that won beat everybody else by about a minute in a time trial. So, mate, I thought that was absolutely outstanding. So, big kudos to my man Roland. You, you would have uh, kept an eye on this race. How did it pan out? Was there any smokies early? Like the guy that won it, when, when did he actually go? Nah, so he was, he was, he was one of the final. One of the final. He was a, a hot shot. So, yeah, it wasn't a, um, that wasn't a, a blowout or a, a boil over of, of any sort. But, yeah, it was, it was pretty good to watch, actually. And the guy that won, it was only two laps of the circuit. So it was sort of similar to the road race, but I had finishing um, on, the, on the racetrack sort of um, straight. And they had to do basically two circuits of that or two laps of that. And after he finished his second lap, he was still going. Yeah. Like he kept going. And then, he, and then he eventually pulled over as well. And I think he had a couple of cheeky bombs on the way as well. So it was a, <laughs> it was a pretty big day for the lad. We managed to get the chocolate. So good on him. Yeah. And then we also bronzed up in the, the quad skulls. Was that yes. both... Male and female, was Yes, both mm-hmm. of them, absolutely. Yeah. And, and some, some quality, quality events in the skulls as well, in the women's, I believe. And that was the, uh, the German team actually, I think, rode into one of the boys in the last 150. And so they were basically stopped in their tracks and that allowed the Australian sort of Stephen Bradbury style to come down the outside and then take the bronze as well. So it was unfortunate, I think, for the German crew, but managed to get the chockies in that, which was pretty good. That Did happened, you say that name? Uh, it happened twice today. It happened in one of the other races. The Brits, the Brits, <laughs> the, the Brits. Yeah, they, they. I think, I think that was the men's fours, and they were trying to go health alert again. But they obviously weren't steering the boat when they were, um, when they were putting into high gear, and they went to the Italian lane. 
Yeah, for, for those who haven't watched any of the rowing and aren't armchair experts like ourselves. So with, with the rowing, they've, they've got the rudder. But if, yes. as Rob just yeah. said, when they go hell for leather, they actually take that out of the water because it's too much drag. So obviously someone's yeah. fallen asleep at the wheel there and uh, <laughs> forgot to put it back in and they've just... <laughs> and they, would, they, would, they would just, they would like at least, I reckon, like, probably a ruler's length away from knocking into the, the Italian boat, particularly with the oars. So, mate, it was, it was pretty good viewing, but... Yeah, who cares, mate? Got the got the gold there, and, and and the bronze as well actually helped out pretty pretty nicely there too. Yeah, so that's that's the medals for the day. But moving yeah, into a few pretty good haul, yeah, good pretty good haul. haul. We'll, we'll move into a bit of an around the ground sort of segment now. Uh, moving on from from the medals, I mean, really nobody else cares what what we're going to talk about now. We've talked about the medals. That's it. We yeah. may as well end it now. But around the grounds, one I want to start with that isn't actually on our run sheet. Now there was oh, a tweet that I actually sent to you last night, Rob, from okay. the BMX oh, warm ups. Now, if you have not seen this video, this is another calamity of the volunteers at the Olympics. So yesterday we had the boat that was in the way of the triathlon. Today, in the BMX, they're doing, it was a practice run. And one of the volunteers has decided that he's going to plant himself in the middle of the track. (laughs) The blokes come over the jump, couldn't move out of the way and has just poleaxed this volunteer, run straight through him. And going over the handlebars. Now, mm. if you want the link, hit us up in the comments and we'll, we'll send it out to you because we've got it on Twitter. But it is phenomenal viewing. We might, we should retweet it on the Trikes Twitter page. We will. We'll but, do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I'm trying to, have you ever seen a moment like that day moment before where an official's got in the way of, got in the way of like, uh, not, it wasn't a, obviously a competitive heat or anything, but in the way of, Athletes like that. I can remember AFL days. Remember the, the Brisbane doctor got knocked over again. I think it was against Essen at the Telstra Dome. The, the, yeah. the, 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 oh, Brisbane, yeah. It was a Brisbane doc, doctor ran out and they, uh, he got knocked over in a melee and he just fell on his back and stuff like that. But I can't remember anything else like that. The only Olympics one that's come into mind for me is the bloke on the camera at the Olympics that hit Usain Bolt before the oh. run. That's the only thing that come to me. And yes. obviously it's not a volunteer, yeah. but it was a, a cameraman and he's hitting with the, um, mm. the ride on thing. So yeah, no, geez. They've had a bit of a stinker here at the Olympics. Absolutely. I remember Brad Johnson, AFL days, he got run over by a golf cart at training when he heard his Achilles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's probably another one. And also the, there's, there's a classic one where the javelin judge gets hit through the chest yeah. with the javelin. I think that's a classic too. That's so. why they have the robot now. Not a yeah. person. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, mate, it's yeah, not the first. It probably won't be the last either, particularly after the triathlon start. But that's a good that's a good start from you, Damo. So keep going. Yeah, well, it probably goes downhill from there, really. Um, after that, so yeah, does, the, the next point there. So we've had an absolute stinker in the tennis, haven't we? Yeah, and we were. Sp- I was spruiking yesterday about how we were a sniff for a medal in the women's doubles. So. Basically, if both Australian pairs won today, we would have been guaranteed at worse of bronze in the women's doubles. But fortunately, both Ash Barty, Storm Sanders and uh, Perez Stoza lost their respective doubles quarterfinals. And I was pretty, I was pretty upset about that, particularly Barty and, Barty and Sanders. They were up one set to love and then lost in the 10-point uh, the match tiebreaker. So that was pretty hard to take. Like, like you said, she's got one more opportunity though. Ash. Yes, yeah, sure she's does. Got, she's got the mixed doubles with old John Pierce, who is an absolute yep. season pro in the mixed yeah, doubles double space. Specialist. So, absolutely, um, yeah. 
hopefully, hopefully we can get some sort of medal. As you said, uh, we'd, we'd like gold. We'll take a silver or a bronze at this point. We'll, we'll take anything at this point, won't we? But, and it shouldn't be, we should say that Ash is, a, Ash is a doubles Grand Slam finalist as well. And I think she may have won a Grand Slam for doubles. I'm not sure. But yeah, she did with she did, uh, Casey yeah. Delacroix. Casey, yeah. 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 So well, there's definitely pedigree there, mate. But there let's is, move there on is hope, to maybe mate. There some is hope. more heartbreaking. Yeah, there's, there's hope, but there's a lot of heartbreak at the moment. So, and there's one in the boxing ring as well. This one was tough to watch. Yeah, again, if you want like any footage from the Olympics, really, get onto Twitter. It's all there. Yeah, you find all there. Yeah. But um, this one's been all over the broadcast, Channel 7 as well. Yeah. So Sky Nicholson in the boxing, who was... A genuine chance. Probably went under the radar yeah. for us. We really should have had her on the form yeah. guide. So I'll be should speaking have. to Gator and Brassel again about that. But yeah, no, she she lucked out. What was it? Quarter final that she got knocked mm. out in? Yeah, yeah, so, quarter final. Yep. And it was a real tight one too. Like it, it, was, it was very down close. Wire. And um, the thing with boxing, people don't understand is if you make the semis in boxing, you are guaranteed at worst to get a bronze. There's no third and fourth bout playoff for a bronze. It's just if you make the semis and lose, you get a bronze medal. So that's even more heartbreaking, I reckon. Yeah. And, but I think what was the most heartbreaking was her interview afterwards. Oh, um, yeah, it was. Yeah. She, yeah. she was so like critical of herself for not, not getting mm. to that medal stage. Yeah. Um, and just, I think yeah. that, again, we spoke about it yesterday about like the patriotism, but like it was... Mm you could see like how much it meant to her to represent her country yeah. and be there on the Olympic stage and to not reach her goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Was, yeah. Mate, I love that though. Don't you? Don't mate. And we spoke about Sophie's given yesterday. Like how good is, it's good to see that people want to succeed so much for the flag. I think is, I think it's outstanding. Like obviously it's not the result that they wanted and they're, you know, it's going to take a while for them to get over it, but geez, it's good to see people that are passionate about performing for their country. Yeah, and in sports where you probably don't get the opportunity to do it that often. Yeah. You know, like what, yeah, surfing, absolutely. boxing, you don't get to do it. Normally individual sports, yeah. Individual, yeah. So, mm. um, yeah, it is really good to see. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't, do you want to go to the next one or what? <laughs> I don't know which one. Hey? Oh. We'll, go on. We'll, talk about the, we'll talk about the good things. And so the Matildas and the USA, so obviously... 90 minutes of, of soccer that was probably the equivalent of watching the grass grow on the pitch or the paint drying in the change room walls, maybe? Yeah, look, that's 90 minutes of your life. You can't get back. But the shining light at the end of that, Rob, is that with the third place top qualifier rule, we've got through to the quarterfinals. So Absolutely. what a fantastic Beautiful. bloody draw that was. And now with the knockout tournaments, anyone's game, isn't it? Because it, it only takes one goal to get you where you need to go. So... That's a great result as well. So congratulations to them, and hopefully they can hopefully they can cause a bit of uh, a bit of a ruckus, I reckon, in that knockout fixture. So they, see they, you go. They haven't looked out of depth in any of their games. So no, I, I no. think yeah. Look, anything could happen. I think it's Great Britain or Canada that they've got in the next stage. So again, that's that platinum platinum win we're looking for there, Rob, knocking off the Poms. Absolutely, that's all. That's all we care about as well. And another good one was Hockey Roos held on again for a 1-0 win over Japan. So that's good. They're undefeated still, the Hockey Roos, which is really good. Moving into sort of, I think it's midway stages through uh, their, their, the group stages anyway, the hockey tournament. So hopefully they can keep that form going and qualify nice and high in the, for the quarterfinal and semifinal games. So good luck to them. But maybe do you want to talk about some of the performances that were a little bit disappointing, Damon? 
Yeah, look, we yesterday probably jumped the gun a little bit and did talk about how we thought we were a medal hope in both the men's and women's basketball. But uh, the Opals got absolutely trounced by first-time participants, Belgium. Now, I don't know my yes. basketball form very well, Rob, but <laughs> can you tell yes. me much about the Belgium national women's team? I can tell you they go all right. And their, their, power, their stretch four power forward absolutely uh, lit up the, um, the Opals yesterday. But the scoreline probably doesn't really suggest how the game was played. Like, so the Opals were basically winning it up and, and in the contest well into obviously the third quarter and then the fourth as well. So it sort of got away from towards the, sort of the mid and final stage of the fourth quarter. But it's obviously not catastrophic for them yet but they would want to win all the remaining pool matches and make sure they can get as high as possible because that's not ideal. And obviously they're a bit undersized with the loss of uh, Liz Cambage. Cambage so, mate, oh, there's still a medal chance. So don't write them off just yet. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, just probably not the result that everyone was expecting, was it? Um, in that first up match against a, a team that's never played yeah. in the Olympics. But I guess following suit in terms of performances that we probably would like to take back the, the men's rugby sevens. They they were actually in it for a long time in that game yeah. against Fiji. And to be honest, if they if they held on to the ball a couple more times, they yeah. probably could have put some points on the board. And especially just before half time, that could have made it very interesting. Absolutely, um, but they, yeah. they definitely did fade away in the in the second half there. But I mean, Fiji's on track for a gold medal in that event, so you could probably take that with a. Great I result. believe uh, I believe Fiji won the gold medal actually, don't I? Yeah. Uh, or actually, and the Boomers, mate, uh, having some talk about the Opals, but the Boomers, again, a nice gritty win against the Italians. I just don't think the Boomers have hit the uh, hit, or I don't think they're firing all cylinders just yet, but they're doing enough at the moment to get through. And with a, a win against Germany in their final pool game, that'll uh, see them to the top of their group, which is really good considering where the Americans are at. The Americans are likely to finish second in their group. So it's ideal where we are. Actually, no, yeah. It's ideal where we are that Australia will finish first because that will potentially help dodge the Americans until as late as possible. Yeah. So we'll see how we go. Yeah. Look, like you said, I'm I'm no basketball expert, but we we got the result, which is good, and uh, a nice win against Germany get the points difference up, and you, know, you should be through. But we haven't lost to anyone, so I can't see why we would uh, be missing out on that top spot. All right, Damo. Well, that's been a pretty good, nice little rundown there from Sovereign Hill and from the gold rush capital of, of the Olympic kingdom. So thanks very much for your outstanding inputs again today. It's been a, it's been a good day for Australia. Yeah, it's a pleasure, Rob. Uh, we better stop now before we taper off too much, mate. <laughs> rest, rest up and we'll be back tomorrow for another big day. <laughs> Probably will be, man, I reckon. And hopefully we'll see another quadrilla, mate. Not just in the uh, Italian 1500-metre swimming pool, but on the, uh, on the rowing on the wrong regatta and, and in the in the uh, Olympic pool as well, mate. So oh, we might get crossed, a few, eh? few medals in the sailing, mate. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Hopefully, let's pray to God we actually win a medal in the in the doubles, the mixed doubles tennis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we'll, uh, we'll we'll catch you next time, and hopefully, we'll have a, another uh, blockbuster preview and, and review for you soon. So, uh, bye for now. <laughs>